Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, are you ready to head up north? Ooh, yes, honey. I've got my loonies and my toonies, and I'm ready for maple syrups and universal health care. It's time to jump from classique to au courant as we take our first crack at the Versus the World franchise. The Race Chaser coverage of Canada versus the world starts today with nine budding superstars and a whole bunch of drag. (laughs) Budding stars. With representatives from the UK, the US, Down Under, and Up Over, these queens are ready to do drag on television again. Bonjour, hi. Oh, yes. And with episode one, they hit the ground running with a girl group challenge. This one is right up our alley. So get ready to say bonjour, hi, to all the divas. Oh. M. Mom! Race Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race. Race. Uh, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning! Oh, she's warmed up today. <laughs> Girl, it's been a rough... I've worked 13 days in a row. Mama. She's a working girl. <laughs> Do you know that's song My... we share? No. It's... What album? Really good. Is it off the shopping album? It's not. It's later. It's like, I think, late 80s or early 90s. All right. Well, I'll have to turn back time and listen. Honey, turn it back. Turn it uh, back. So your name's Alaska. What mine's the fuck Willem. is yours? Mine's, I'm Willem. I am a oh. co-host of, of um, podcasts Drake, with you. Drake Chasers. What privilege. <laughs> Drake Runners. Um, so last week we were talking about season eight. It should eight. be called RuPaul's Drug Race. <laughs> <laughs> last week we were talking about season eight. I only have so many words left in me with this voice right now. Um, but Mother Ru and the World of Wonder contingent do not sleep. So now we've got a whole new drag race to talk about to be Courant up on. So we'd like to welcome you to our Race Chasem's coverage presented by the fine people at Mom. The Canada versus the world coverage. Yes, God. My phone always autocorrects it to Ken- Kenyatta. And I I don't know why it would 
I don't know why that is, but so I always think of Kenyatta. People sometimes tell me I look like Cascada. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, they're like, I swore this was you on the flyer. I was like, no, that's Cascada. But every time we touch, um, are are you ready for I get the podcast. Uh, are you ready for Canada versus the world? Oh, honey, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Um, Shh, burr, chili. Um, shit burr? <laughs> w- I'm so shit burr. Uh, is this, is this all stars? It's called verses. So I don't know if they're calling it all stars or not. Well, I know so you're not a verse, but, um. <laughs> there are some stars there. So maybe, um, some stars, but like all <laughs> stars, you, you, all stars in my mind, you would usually like pick girls that were close and they got like first close offs up winning. in here. Yeah, like Stephanie, I think she was like first or second off, I'm pretty sure. And they're just like, yeah, we don't care if you've won the show in the last year. <laughs> Come on. Actually, let me just Come call over. these girls from, from my season, too, because, you know, Brooklyn's got mm-hmm. two girls from her season. The last girl she just crowned for Canada is there. Yeah. I, don't, I think the the rules were very loose. There were certain girls that were supposed to be there that were pulled. So there's al- there's alternates in this cast, for sure. Who? Give us their names. Um, Cut I can, that right I can, off. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I'll tell you. You can bleep it, though. But... Oh. And okay, she, re- well- she replaced... Who was ill. Same reason she had to withdraw from the what she said. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Do you know how many alternates they usually set up for something like this, Willem? Yeah, they have to have at least three to five. Mm. Like, usually with um, with casting, the top 20, like, are considered castable. And mm-hmm. then, you know, 13, 14, 15. And then you have, like, five or six alternates. They've been doing Especially more with COVID. when it's international involvement. You've got to work, do work visas. Canada is very stringent regarding uh, DUIs, I think, or like yeah. anything in your past. And you can't trust World of Wonder to get you a work permit. As well, we they'll make you. The Vivian. They'll make you enter through um, Mexico, the Bering Strait, honey. They'll, they'll, they'll make you come in through um, that little piece of land that's just south of America in Detroit. The Cape of Good Hope, honey. The Cape of the Cape of Honey Hope. Did Honey win in San Fran? She did not. Fuck. Fucking shit. Fuck. Cock. It, the person who won was the current appointee who the mayor had already no. appointed. And they were trying to run for that seat to actually earn it. And maybe a girl also did not win. I had a hat not, all picked out for inaugurations, too. But maybe got 47,000 votes. And her opponent got like 75,000 or like 90. Like it wasn't it wasn't a landslide win. And it was like really cool. And maybe's opponent is a Democrat. So it was going to be like super progressive or sort of moderate. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, this will be moderate, too, looking at some of the girls, apparently. (laughs) 
Well, um, honey, Katie let bitch. me know that you're you're the one who's insisted on doing Canada versus the world. I am because these these uh, what's the opposite of down under? Up over these up over divas need our respect too. <laughs> no, I agree. It's the it's the current season of Drag Race, and it's like an All Stars, and like <laughs> it's tofurky. Well, it is. I mean, it's it's not hosted by RuPaul, which I think makes it sort of an sort of an offshoot, uh, you know. Uh but what? But Ru hosted versus the world in the UK because she hosts in the UK. If they ever do Down Under versus the world, I bet Ru would host it. Does RuPaul hate Canada? Does RuPaul have a DUI in her past? Can't work in Canada. I don't know. What is... Only time will tell. Is, is Brooklyn a robot? And that's, and that's why her delivery is like it is. Let's I, meet the dolls. Let's okay. meet these dolls. I'm not, I'm not going to let any critiques of Brooklyn Heights as a host come through on this podcast. So, okay. Uh, will, so the, will, please edit everything Willem says that's negative. Out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> short pod. It'll be a short episode. Uh, so, okay, we get a voiceover. The UK made history, inviting queens from all over the world to compete in the ultimate clash of drag race superstars. Now the battle heads north. Who will survive the elements and each other? Let's go, girls. So they announced that the winner gets a cash prize of $100,000. That's right. And then they announced some of these judges, Tracy Melcher, who finally got her wig game together, it looks like. And it only took how many seasons? Yeah, now she does. She always looked great, but that wig line was never right. Brooklyn Heights is also there. She's the host. And we get these queens walking straight into the runway. Right. It's versus the world. So they do it a little differently instead mm-hmm. of work, walking into the workroom. They and walk just right like, out on stage. Just like UK versus the world, we have a baga. Not a bag of chips. It's a Rita baga. <laughs> Rita baga. The alien actress taking over the world. Uh, she was in in the top on season one of Canada's Drag Race. We remember that. She's mm-hmm. done over 30 different TV shows since then. And she also went on Celebrity Big Brother. So she's been a busy lady. Oh, my God. Check the IMDb. Honey. Stephanie Prince says she walks right up in and says, you know the dish is never complete without me on top. And is she notable, calling herself a cherry or whipped cream? I don't know. Maybe she's calling herself a a reverse cowgirl. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what she thinks she's gonna do on top. Um, she certainly wasn't on top of season two. Kendall Gender, uh, she says Kenny Jen looking like a slice. Canada versus the world. Let's roll the dice. Can we please keep a count on how many times she says that this episode? I think it's four. This is the first one. The slice thing is really, I mean, it's feeling icy, feeling slicey. <laughs> it's very, she's, she's letting us know the catchphrase. She's letting, the t-shirts are already ordered. Kenny Jan comes in. She's got a flower crown. She's got this sort of uh, bespectacled um, bodice moment. 
The nails, too, baby. These nails are sickening. Long, pointy. Uh, Some of these the girls car. don't have nails on. They, they do a close-up of Rita Baga's nails. We need... Ooh. Despicable. That's the only note I wrote for the whole episode. Rita Baga's <laughs> thumbnail. When she holds up the lipstick. It's, it's like, girl... Now, we don't know. Maybe there is some sort of trade embargo on nails in Canada. Maybe they just don't. Maybe they uh, they don't allow shipment of uh, active Where, or even, you know, sport length nails. Where'd you find trade that can do a mani? Now, do you think that she's looking like a slice, though? Um, You know, those hard corsets are kind of weird because, like, they kind of, like don't always fit people right unless you're just standing there but i think it fits yeah you don't i i are you uh, just positing the question sometimes they don't fit sometimes they don't fit <laughs> um <laughs> no, Isis she looks Kutua. great she's done Isis. she won on season two she just won she's hot off a win which is i i mean that it's a risk for her because to go from I don't know, doing really well on an entire season, winning the whole damn thing, and then going right back, that's like a, a very large expectation, you know? You have to maintain the level or do better. It's not like she should be afraid of these other girls, though. I mean, Rita's already sitting on a stool. Stephanie didn't make top nothing. And Kendall, she didn't win last time. So well, you I, don't have to I, be I afraid of the girls. You have to be afraid of the of the people in the in the dark behind the editing bay in the computer that that are good that are you're handing over your you know mm-hmm. career but i think as a, a certain way. as as a winner i would kind of know going in there that they let me win once they probably aren't going to do me so dirty and send me home first they like me enough to let me win once and i made good enough tv so i wouldn't be worried if i was isis i'd be worried if i was me but i'm not canadian um, but all the other Canadian girls are just gagged. Rita's face is like gugunk. Like she's asking for her story producer to come over because she needs a word with her in French. Excuse me, I would like to talk to my story producer. Excuse-moi. Uh, uh, so Anita Wiglet, she says, I may be from down under, but it's time to get on top of the world. So she was from season one of Drag Race Down Under, and she thinks that the queens might underestimate her because nobody watched what she was on probably. Okay. She definitely made an impression on Down Under, and uh, I think she's making an impression here. Um, She's very funny. She's very goofy, and she looks great. You know, if you are not rhinestoning your hair, you are not doing drag. It is 2022. I don't even think wigs are made anymore without rhinestoning in them, to my knowledge. And a little, little, little black streak she got in that. She's giving me like Pandora box meets Manila. Okay. That's the only way I know how to talk about a queen is to compare them to others. <laughs> we love when that happens. Yeah, it's the Maybe only way. Maybe we should do like a ranking of like the best and the list? worst. Let's you know? do a list. And well, let's do their, cool. let's include their, um, their net worth too. Projected. Projected earnings this decade. Mm-hmm. Um, next up to the floor is Silky Nutmeg Ganache, and she says, prepare to be sick of me. Funny. And she has the best entrance look so far, for sure. She's keeping with her blue entrance theme, 
and she's giving, um, she's just a blue fantasy with like this Philip Treacy hat moment that she's looking through. Oh, she it's looks great. fierce. And is mm-hmm. she, and she's drinking something. She likes to always have like a sort of, I don't know, a crudite, like a snack, a, a drink, a moment. And she's As Vicky got Vox champagne. Would say she's a purse snack girl. She is. Ta- she's the girl that you want to sit by at the reunion taping because there's never any fucking food, and so she will just reach into her breasts and have like I don't know, like a pie. Mm-hmm. Feed the children of mice and men, honey. Uh, um, she looks fantastic, and I think her entrance line is really funny because she's like, "These other girls." on these other seasons have critiqued me for perhaps being too energetic. And so get ready for it. Cause I'm here to do it again. Mama. Mm-hmm. She looks great. And it's a viral TikTok sound. What, what? is prepare to be sick of me. Oh, Oh really? Yeah. So it's a reference as well. Is it a silky ganache saying, or is it a, no. someone else says that? she adopted it. Hmm. Huh. Next up, we have Raja O'Hara. Raja D. O'Hara. Uh-huh. She said, now that I've won your heart, it's time to win the crown. She looks great, and I'm obsessed with her interview chair look. Girl, her interview chair look is giving, like... Coming to America. Coming to America. I love it. It's beautiful, and she looks great. She's She's the purple girl. She's she's expanding her tones though. Oh, she yes, wore gray, purple, and yellow this episode. Your tone honey. seems very expanded right now. <laughs> um, she, she looks great. Always giving purple. Th- um, and she's always giving pants. She's a purple pants. Purple um, pantser. I'm trying to think of a people leader. Purple, purple pants person. Mm, uh, purple pants person. Vanity Milan is next. And she says, I'm back, bitches. It's Vanity Milan. Orange, you glad to see me. And she's back from Drag Race UK. She is known as one of the best lip syncers, one of the strongest performers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw her two, two weeks ago and she was sickening. She always has a look together and is a an electrifying performer. So it's great to see her back. And she looks cool. Mm-hmm. I love this she, whole outfit. She's got the orange with the big puffs on the sleeves. And then she has these, um, the beading in the hair. And she looks mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah. She I'm looks iconic. Uh, Victoria Scon comes to the floor. And she just says... I'm fat, <laughs> which was hilarious. This was the only intro line that I actually laughed at. Okay, you got a chuckle. Yeah, she she got a chuckle out of me. Uh, she was the first cis woman to ever compete on Drag Race, but she had to leave early due to an injury of her knee. And she's very excited to be back to eat up the competition. And baby, the shape is right. We know this pink, that she's it's giving, very good at drag. She's great at drag. This outfit's giving like Christian Siriano, like the gradation of color and just the updo and 
Kind of like Ugh. a Mae West, kind of like a Hello Dolly, kind of like a, just like drag, honey. Oh, well, I found that? out Ew. Victoria actually got her start in Brighton being a Marilyn Monroe impersonator. Oh, that's yeah. hot. They've done it all, honestly, and they're super duper talented. Uh, do we have anyone else coming to the stage? Oh, yes, we do. Brooklyn and Heights. She, and she stopped, at the, she stopped at the pump and go before she got here. She said, get me that rosé pump right now. Because I need a pump on this runway, honey. Baby, I need a pump on. And I'm flying tomorrow, by the way. So, what? no, I have pressurized pump. Can you fly the next day when you get pumped? Uh, girl, I don't think there's any truth to that. Is you that can't true? pressurize the pump. I don't know. Honey, my core popped. <laughs> Oh, get the band-aids. Um, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Mama... Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands by partnering directly with Top Factory. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag, drag for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365 day return. Quince dot com slash drag. Drag. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. 
savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Girl, this maxi challenge. I Ooh, this Canada. Canada to Canada. Da. Oh no, she Canada dud. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll say to the girl who goes home, Canada. Our Canada unfortunately your look was a Canada. <laughs> Honey, I took one look at you and I said, the world won. <laughs> you Canada what needed to be Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, the maxi challenge is the queens form girl groups and create a song to an original performance and they do a little skit scat rap verse and the song is called bonjour high and the girls all kind of just team up real quick all the canada girls go together rita grabs yeah. the camp girls there's a i mean there's a little bit of you know, there's a little bit of mixing it up as far as the franchises go, but pretty much the girls were like, hey, what franchise were you on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you, should, you should be a mic. Yeah. I mean, if you if you, the two girls from the same season, they stick together, Raja and Silky, and then they add Vanity, which is a dream Delta Stacy. <laughs> okay, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi, I'm ah. first. Uh, the judges. I can't think of anything less that I would want to be. Then on a group with Mimi, I'm first. I, I don't know why her name is Mimi, I'm first, because she's not first. She's not even second. Uh, she's not even second. <laughs> Death to work icon. Um, ah. Bro- Brooklyn tells the girls that they will not be eliminating them, the judges, that the girls will be eliminating each other with lipsticks. Hopefully from RuPaul's new line, which is selling well in TK Maxx over here. In TK Maxx? I thought oh, no, it was Shopper's Super- Drug Mart. Oh, yeah, probably there, too. It's somewhere. It's trash. The highlighter is trash. Someone put it on my face. Did it burn? What the fuck is this? (laughs) No, it didn't work. I, like, rubbed my finger in it. I spit in it. You couldn't get no coverage. To wet it, I spit in it, not because of any other reason. Y'all know I swallow. Um, So so the girls go into the workroom. Yeah, um, so... and I'm, they're, I'm sewing about looking for their stations. Silky says, everybody move. I'm I'm going to get in here, get my spot. And then uh, she says, she just had to take a moment to catch her breath. And then Anita says, is that because you're not very fit? <laughs> in the Katie most Australian bitch. ever way. And very Australian. So gutter. Uh, um, and Raja O'Hara is saying, honey, these floors, you see these floors? They're purple because of me. Mm-hmm. And they have chandeliers, honey. So check your y'all are gonna need to do a crystal check when you get done with Canada because girls like to take them big dingle hopper stones from crystal chandeliers. I love crystal. I love crystal too. I love crystal. We get a video uh, message from RuPaul. Now, is she wearing a look that she's worn somewhere else? Girl, this is her cameo group? look. She's doing she's doing cameos all day, so she threw this in for the those up over girls. I feel like she love just wore this on something. I'm I mean, not she reading. Wears. She does a lot of video messages. She has 47 franchises in 62 languages. 
and uh-huh. she's got to do a lot of, you know, sitting in the chair and, and reading stuff. And don't forget the I Frackers mean, Ball every the February. Earring, you guys just recently talked about this specific earring, so maybe it's that. Because we j'adore. Yeah. So let us know in the comment section below. Or, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, tell us how stupid we are. The girls, some of the queens have, this is the closest they've gotten to RuPaul because it, Ru's never been up there. But the US, UK, and Down Under girls have met Ru. So yes. maybe one day, guys. Um, Victoria, she's lumped in with the camp girls, Miss Rita Baga and Anita Wiglet. Um, and she says her group is the Nanas even though she's the youngest of everybody, but she says they're going to be camp and funny, um, though they aren't the most confident dancers. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. I love what they end up doing, but... Me too. Um, Isis... What do you think of Isis returning? Would you ever return to one of these versus the worlds, or would you only do an all-stars as a winner? Know. Would you feel Me? like... If I got asked to do versus the world, I would probably do it and it would probably be really fun. But Isis says these girls will probably try to get rid of me really fast. Well, that makes sense. She beat she beat some of them once, she'll do it again probably. So it's sort of like it like when you're in the scenario and you have to choose who goes home you really look for any reason. And if, if she's up against someone else, you would be like, well, you've already had the chance to win. So obviously I'm going to send you home. I really like you. I think you're great. But like, there's no reason I should send someone who hasn't won home. So do you think and- it's embarrassing for the girl that gets left there? Because that's basically saying you're not a threat. I'm sending the other girl home. That is a no. threat. No, because everyone has different reasons for doing the sending home. And okay. it's not always about threat. I mean, what if ISIS did really gutter in the challenge. Then it'd be like, sorry. I don't know if that could happen. ISIS like killed every challenge unless I know. feel like. Uh, but Brooklyn comes in with Anjali for the walkthrough. Who's, uh, here's the thing. Whenever you have to announce who the person is with so many superlatives, it doubts the, the, um, Veracity. the constant. Yeah. With international songstress, pop superstar, Anjulie. Like, if we don't know, we don't know. The only person I knew guest judging from their this preview was Justin Trudeau, Monet, and Priyanka. Everybody else, no clue. They couldn't get, like, a well, Shit's Creek not, girl. You're not Canadian. Yeah, but, like, I still know who some British people are. Like, I knew who the British versus the world people were. And these okay. people are my up-over neighbors. I should know some of them. Didn't know none of them. Not even like, oh, yeah, maybe. Couldn't even fake it. Which is basically Silky's look, too, when um, they announced who she is. She's like, you see the squint going like, who? Who's that bitch? Because nobody knows who she is. she's a brand new bitch. Mm-hmm. Is that her song that they did? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a cute song. It's I do like such it. such a good song. I'm obsessed with that. Uh, so all the girls, the are, girls are writing their, their verses. What? Will anyone? Some of them are. Some of these raps are good. Some of them, it's like a format that I just don't. I think needs to be like retired or reformatted or uh, rethought. The idea of like, Mama Ru, I'm gonna snatch the crown. Like I really, there's, there's gotta be another way. 
There's got to be another way of doing this. I don't know. It seems like, you know, I've, I've done a couple of girl groups and the formula always changes for the song, but I think that this this is yes. what they do. That's they my advice. Bing, bang, bong. That's my advice to the girls. If you have to go on and write a verse about, you know, about, about yourself, don't make it about yourself. Make it about whatever the song is giving you. So, like, the, the song itself is pretty vague. It's called Bonjour High. But I think who does a really great job with writing the verse is the comedy girls. I think... Uh, Victoria Scun does such a good job. It's so funny. It's very well yeah. written. And also Rita Vega. Uh, yeah. And it's not just about like, I'm the fashion girl from, you know, like, like we do. New what? York City. Finish. Say what you were going to say. Who said that? Aquaria. Aquaria. I'm the fashion girl no, she didn't say that. Turning she said, looks turning looks, stunting pretty. I am the bitch from New York City. That's funny. That's witty. That's not saying, I won three challenges on my original season, and now I'm here and it's that's the crown. No, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. Don't bring up what happened on the last season. Talk Where about. You probably lost. Funny is always better. Witty, cunty, uh, easy to um, say is always better. Girl, who am I? What what am I giving advice? Metallica, turn the page. Um, Honey, uh, she's giving swordfish. Turn pages in a book. (laughs) I do think that Vanny Milan's verse is great, and she comes out the gate hot with it, where she's like, because literally, literally, this happened the week before in Drag Race BBC in uh, Dakota's exit interview. She was talking about the girls that she was closest with, and she said, baby, and another girl, and they put up Black Peppa's picture. Hi, I'm Curtis. So it's like 42. I've got a steady job. Homeowner. Uh, pretty good credit. I don't credit. need to know about your personal life, 401k Dipper. every month. It can be t- Wait, who's Curtis? I want to meet him. Who's Curtis? Forty-two homeowner. Are you squirting on Curtis? No, a pop-up video just came up because is Curtis giving you your squirtus? I don't even need to see him. I just heard him. He sounds hot. Yeah. Ooh, he's gonna take you away. Um, this literally. What? So wait, where did they put up the wrong image? I heard something of this in Dakota's exit interview. They. The people put up ba- uh, Black Pepper's picture instead of Baby. And yeah, and then I went to their show that night or like a couple nights later because I was tweeting about it too. I was like, this is stupid. Give these girls money to apologize to them. You don't pay them enough because the UK girls get paid £250 an episode, which is less than what mm-hmm. we were making when we did the original episodes. Someone's choosing to pay them even less than they were paid in America 10 years ago. It's terrible. That's These UK so... girls, they're not being paid enough. And to not even have their name right in a picture, like how many people had to watch that, had to watch that exit interview with Dakota before it went up online where all these people were probably white people mistaking baby for Black Peppa. Because I'm telling you, if there was a black person's eyes on it or someone who was probably um, a minority, I bet that wouldn't have happened. That, again, it, it feels like the sort of because Slap they've expanded 
they've expanded the show so wide that it's getting a little loosey-goosey and the sort of it's the degradation of the of the overall product. Like it's like there's yeah. less care that goes into the final product. And that's unfortunate to see because it's unfair to the fucking queens who are putting their fucking lives out there. I mean, let's be let's be call a spade a spade. There was always less care. They never cared about us that much. We were always interchangeable. That's why they have alternates. They don't care. They didn't learn our names back in the day. They didn't even see it fit to give us money to feed us sometimes. So like, let's well, not yeah. pretend that they ever cared. I they I'm care not when saying they need care us. about the the queens necessarily in some sort of personal way. I'm saying caring about the 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 fight the finished product that comes mm-hmm. out. Like the fact that they put the picture of the wrong queen, aside from it being fucking you know racist as fuck uh it's also just like a lack of care with the final Mm -hmm. product that's being put out in the world and it's sort of like we we don't even really fucking care of it it's just just put crank it out and cash the checks Mm -hmm. and that's that's what it feels like they don't have the level of care that international songstress Anjulie has Honey, because she's giving notes. She's saying, yeah, just just carve it out a little bit. And I love that. She's saying, get rid of all these words. Because Raja's over here trying to be Busta Rhymes. Okay. She's spitting. Which takes us to the dance rehearsal where the girls are Chaos reigns. Honey. Rita um, has, I'd say, one and three quarters left feet. And the other foot is just a stump. She's not a dancer. She's not a dancer or a dancer. She's not a, a damn dancer. dancer. She's not a damn seamstress. Um, but Victoria is kind of leading the team rehearsal. She's saying, mm-hmm. we're going to do arms. Let's get these arms first before we get the feet. She's giving effective choreography. It's wonderful. She knows what she's doing. Um, and then Stephanie my Prince type of is running a boot camp. Is, my type of choreography is all arms and no feet. Oh, Just see, I want to get on my I want to get on my back and do leg things. Do what leg leg? I want to get on my back and do leg things like the the fan, like get on your back and then you do these and then do, 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 and then you do the Courtney Act foot thing. Yeah, you know the one. You know well, the you one. You guys could do that good season six challenge where it's Willem's legs and Alaska's top hat. That we would already be did hot. that for one of her videos. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, what team would you want to be on if you were on a team? Um, Silky Roger Vanity. Me too. <laughs> and we call ourselves Vanity Six, even though there would only be four of us. Vanity Five Thousand. Uh, is this the first all-black girl group on on Drag Race? Yes. That's so wild. Yeah, it is. And fierce. I mean, well, from they what literally I, crush. From what I hear with the BBC casting for this most recent thing, they've had less than 50 applications. Less Wait, than 50. overall? Yes, for the UK for the next season. So anybody that is not white is going through. Uh, everybody apply. Go. That's what so, that's what they've said. Ah, because they're not wh- getting representation over here. I mean, look at Vanity season. She was the only one. Well, yes, but are they just running out of drag queens? The like, why would only fifty people? There's definitely drag queens over here that I've met 
this run around that have no plans on auditioning for Drag Race, think that Drag Race is fucked up. They know how much it pays. And sure, the exposure is out there. But girls after Drag Race are still struggling to make ends meet because nobody's going to pay them, you know, a grand a gig when they were just doing the gig last year for like $200 just because they were on TV a couple episodes, you know? So it's us. It's a glutted market over here. So not a lot of girls are applying. It's RuPaul's expensive drag to apply. Fucked up drag. Honestly. <laughs> Didn't bitch. Davina have like a full television career before she went on Drag Race? Davina Del Campo? Yeah, but that was her old face. Now she does theater. Oh my God. Well, can we talk about the new faces too? We'll be back. We're going to talk about new faces. Faces. New fa- Beautiful. The new faces review of 1946. <laughs> Fresh faces. We're going to be right back after this quick break. Maybe, maybe. Listen real hard to the commercials. We hit Easter eggs in there. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And- I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, 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 bop. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the 
flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. We are back, and I've got three words for you. Brooke, Give Lynn, me. Heights. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You can't touch this look. You can't touch the, the, the looks, the beauty, the, the fucking everything. It's really, it's really, it, it's very exciting. I mean, it's almost worth tuning in just to see what Brooklyn Heights is going to do on the runway. She, she, runs so far with it and mm. is so excellent here and it's great to see yeah she looks great um and it looks like she's having fun up there too with these witticisms that she's spitting i don't know okay y'all love to y'all the writing love to is be bad. like you think I, I love it? You think I love being a catty bitch? I don't. But somebody's got to tell the truth. The writing is bad. It's as what bad is as the writing? Wig season one through three. The oh little quippy God. quips, the quiptisms, they're terrible. They feel unnatural and forced. Okay, well, that's not Brooklyn's fault because she undoubtedly did not write them. Well, she why don't you hire a writer who's galaxy. funny? She puts the gal in galaxy. It's not hard. (laughs) I hate you. I hate you. She puts the gal in galaxy. Yeah, it's just, you know. She puts the lax in galaxy, perhaps, but. You're telling me you wouldn't make this joke. Tell me. She says, Anjouli, how did our queens make you feel? Anjali replies, ooh, like a brand new bitch. Brooklyn says, ooh, that's weird, because I have a brand new itch, and then scratches her vagina. That's funny. Tired Abby Lane drag. (laughs) That's funny on the page to me. That's funny on the page. If, if, you know what, maybe if RuPaul did it, I would think it was funny, but I don't even think Michelle Visage could make that even mildly entertaining. I've got a brand new itch. STD jokes. Wow. Fuck my drag. I'm just not. I'm. It just feels very like, I don't know. Dig up something we said in season two and put a French accent on it. It's not funny. Okay. You've spoken. If if you were saying. Never mind. They're what? never going to ask you to host. I was going to say, if you were hosting, what would you have said? I would have I would have made that I think that joke is funny on the page and I I think I'm confident that it would have been funny if I said it. Yeah, because they pump in laugh tracks. Um <laughs> I would insist upon it. I would also uh, like in this fictitious world where I'm hosting drag race because uh, in my mind that is my next career step uh inevitably. Um no, I would have to I would have to bring on my own writer, someone who gets my tone, someone who gets my sort of sensibility. Oh, you think they have writers? I'm I'm just thinking they're pulling I, from back scripts. 
I would insist upon it. I wouldn't I wouldn't go in there just being like, well, whatever they give me to say, I'm just going to say it. Like, you have to take control of that. Somebody should. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Can we watch them do drag, please? Yes. First up. We start the out first up. with, um, where is it? Where, okay. Rita um, Baga, Anita Wiglet, and Victoria Scone. Yeah. Um, and they are doing some little, like, roundabout moment and then they do pop outs it's very effective choreography they use the stage they don't come right down in the beginning first they do a little entrance walk up it's great their color such matching clothes their color scheme is very cohesive they said you got something pastel okay let's Mm -hmm. do i'm the pastel princess uh i'm the ditzy doll pastel princess (laughs) (laughs) I don't, uh, I think it was just, what have you got? And I think they all serendipitously had pastel, right? Yeah. They look I mean, like they're in the same group. They look like they're going to the same party. I could see a photo shoot of this. Their choreography is, of course, nothing groundbreaking, but thank God, because they know that's not their strong suit. A dress is my speak- strongest suit, but... Uh, Speaking of suits, what? Uh, whether wigged or hat or turbaned, Rita Baga's nude delusion panel. <laughs> it's like it's it's I can't I can't not talk about it because these are the proportions you want to avoid. It's giving um, European man speedo at the beach proportions, and then the does she have a corset on under there? Or I I just. It's not right. That's what I would. I don't know how to fix it, but I know when it ain't right. Shut but off I the do lights. I believe she wins the challenge. Okay, I'd rather lose than look like that. I I J and I say that with I'm respect. I J S. I'm just saying. Uh, we have some more pastel princesses in the next in the second group. Mm-hmm. Why is we everybody have- a pastel princess? I'm sure they said it's a girl group challenge. Bring something girl groupy. And girl groupy is either like black with neon accents or like pastel fun tones. Basically. And these girls probably just brought so many clothes because they're like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what they're going to have us doing. This is Team Touche. Or wait, no, this is Team this Maple This is Team Maple Sheerups. Funny name. So funny. Um, it's Isis, Kendall Gender, Stephanie Prince. Um... The only thing that I notice about this group is their faces are kind of flat. They're not giving much other than, like, barking. There's not smiles. Stephanie Prince kind of has her mouth open like a fish a lot of the time. It it looks like some of the girls are thinking, I wish Kendall's hair was way bigger. Like, if you're going to wear that hair, make it Beyonce Coachella. Like, hang it upside down, empty half a can of hairspray in it, and tease every piece at the root. So it's big because you are big, Kendall. You are statuesque. You need hair that fits you, not flat hair like that. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because sort of one of the only, you know, flubs belonged to Kendall Gender, and she missed some of the steps. And when that happens on this day, now keep in mind, everyone, they have you do this twice. So she probably only flubbed once. And of course, they're going to show it. Because they have to find, if everybody does great, it's very difficult to fancy footwork putting someone in the bottom. So if you miss one fucking step, it sucks. But that's like, 
that's her, you know. I'm telling the dance captain. Oh, honey, we need to do a brush up rehearsal. We need to do a put in, honey. You need to put we some need... sense into it. <laughs> Ooh, now it's Team SRV to the stage. We have Vanity Milan, Rajah Vanity, and they're doing um, more primary tones. We got a lavender, a yellow, and a, I'd say, uh, a, a, a Kelly, a Kelly Green. Uh, Kelly Green, I did a show with her at Tentacles. Or Aquamarine. Tentacles oh, West. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, San Antonio. They're, they're a chain. Um, <laughs> this is now, the number. Now, Vanity is Marabou. wearing... Ostrich. Raja's signature color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is, but Raja... A, a fight? No, I think Raja's expanding her her uh, palette this season. She brought okay. yellow. She brought gray. You know, yeah. she's brought different things. So I think Vanity looks great in purple. Um, and this hair, honey, and then her verse, spitting nothing but 100% pure truth. Um, and Raja's hair, these little flipped out pigtails. Like, I loved Isis's pigtails, but they were just long and flat. Like, tease them up a little bit. Do something. Yeah. Raja's Raja's is flat and slick and beautiful and perfect. Like she got the little flip on the end. I love it. Silky looks fly. She got big old boots on. Ostrich. Yeah. Looks great. Now this, this group choreo visually is very strong. They're they're like the Powerpuff Girls or like the Power Rangers kind of moment. Everyone said, I'm gonna choose one color and really pop. Mm-hmm. And it really they they look fucking fierce, honey. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, pussycat dolling. They're giving moves, legs and hips and bodies. Yeah, their performances were really fucking strong. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the runway. The runway? The theme is Queen of the World. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Queen so of the World! You're, you're supposed to look like a queen of the world. Um, Anita Wiglet comes out. Looking like a queen consort. This is not... I, I don't know what queen would wear this. At least not without a crown or an emblem that indicates royalty or something. This doesn't feel very queenly. Right. It's it's like this is what the queen would like wear like before bed or like a sort of, you know... I wouldn't put this near my Helix mattress. I don't know what you're t- what you do in your bedroom, but she no, does no, no. look pretty though. I like the color. Uh, you're so kind. Nice. I, well, okay. Yeah. Now Rita Baga, this to me reads as royalty. She she has an emblem of royalty, which is of course the scepter, but also mm-hmm. the fabric choice says i don't know textile and you know sort textile of- tactile she got the she got the cloak the puff sleeve it's you don't know what it is but it reads as as lux and regal she did the job regal. she got the assignment regalia mm-hmm. yeah she looks cool she looks great she definitely hit the prompt victoria scon this is one of those looks you have to explain why it's regal. She's the queen of the scon people. Yes. She's going to take over the world. Like King Candy in Candyland. Like that, it's very that's that. very where she's taking us. 
And I love that she did this because she said, I feel like everyone's going to dress like fucking Queen Elizabeth II. They're going to come out and the fucking, you know, the royalty and the, mm-hmm. you know. She said, I'm going to take it even further. I'm going to be like uh, Queen of um, the Bakery Land. Queen of the Bakewell Tarts, honey. The Republic of Cocktail Land. Mm-hmm. We have Kendall Gender next on the runway. Rhinestone hair, big cloak, swords. So warrior queen, maybe. Um, the cape the flows crystal, very well. The cape is beautiful. It's a beautifully made outfit. I think the crystals in her hair look cheap. Not the the pretty <gasps> ones, the long hanging ones. Like she's got hanging crystals that look like Christmas <coughs> ornaments that have been left out all year. They are not. They look like plastic crystals that are not shiny, and. The hair is just not helping because, like, it's kind of, like, wet, wavy, curly. And it's, yes. like, in her swords. And it's just – I don't know if she looked at what the back of this looked at, like, as she was walking – when she was doing her fittings and stuff. Because if I would have seen what the back of what that looked like, I would have done something different. And I like Kendall. I'm friends with her. I just don't think that this is a very – this doesn't scream queen, queen of the world at me at all. It doesn't. The look itself is cool. She looks like a yeah, it's Power a cool Rangers like villain. Storm. Like, she glam. she's not she's not Goddess. Rita Repulsa, but she works in upper management for Rita Repulsa, and Honestly, she goes it's out giving super villain. Yeah, she gets shit done. She ha- she's wearing pants. Uh, she has a cape. She has swords. Her hair is wet. So. Th- it doesn't say queen of the world. It says someone who works high up in the ranks of queen of the world. So I agree with the judges when they said that. Mm-hmm. Isis Couture. She comes out in diamonds and jewels with a crown and feathers. Queen of winter. Just very like Mackie Barbie doll with all this ostrich and beating. And this Mama. screams queen. Sweetie. This says I'm not fucking around. I don't have swords on. We're not playing. Uh, we're not playing Assassin's Creed. I'm a fucking queen. Can we listen to Creed though? With the ears wide open. Uh, she looks. I, I mama, sweetie, and she, she knows looks so good. What do you? Th- if I if I was her, if I was Isis, I would have gone right up next to Anita in the mirror and be like, "I like your dress, girl." <laughs> Cut. What is her it's hair rhinestone? Is her hair rhinestone? I'm trying to see on the monitor. I don't know, but she's got crystals coming out the wazoo, baby, on that head. It's a she got a tiara, so that technically means the hair is rhinestoned. No, the tiara this, sits upon the hair. Mom, the hair Girl, I can't get past her boy interview because I don't know who she is anymore with all this new face, 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 oh, face. Canada girls get face. I can, I, I Rita, Isis, a kiss. Baby, it was an open mouth CPR. It's not a kiss to the pump. These girls must have gotten loaded from the back end. They she look great, looks, but like I don't know who nobody is anymore. Thank God for right. the name tags. This um this category is a little bit of a I feel like a trap almost because I feel like it's bad luck to wear a crown when you're in a competition like drag race or you're in a pageant it's bad luck to put it as part of your look because it's saying like look i have a crown already it's almost signaling like i don't i'm not going to win this 
crown that we're competing for because I brought this one from home. So well, it's a it, risk superstitiously for her to wear a crown in this, but it the, the prompt is queen of the world. So queen says royalty says crown says, so she looks great and it works, but I would be scared now, to wear a crown. Would you say, is, would, is this bad luck? It's a cursed image, and what? I'm the I'm the girl from the ring. Why is it cursed? I, don't know. I have a crown on, and our coverage of season whatever that was was definitely winning. We won, and I had a crown on. Fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, whatever that season was. I don't. That we weren't okay. on. That crowns. Crowns and gowns. And I got a crown. In my mouth. Um, this look that home that Stephanie Prince is doing is very intricate and beautiful. It would be lovely if it was functional too. This is not fully functional. If she puts fully functional on the ad, call her out. She's not. She need. She can't walk. She can only take her hands off the headpiece when she's standing still. still. And and has her core and her pussy squeezed so tight that they need yeah. a locksmith. I think it would have. It would have been a more successful execution of it if it was mounted in a way that she could just fucking walk. That would be really impressive. If she was able to walk in that, that would be sickening. If she just came out stomping and gliding, but she can't and it ruins it. And it's beautiful, but like, sorry, needs to work too. And maybe like take a couple of them donuts off, make it shorter if it was too tippy toppy. Yeah, I but otherwise know. it looks really cool, and the reference is really fucking awesome. Yeah. Oof, now this bitch, Vanity Milan, sickening. She has a, like, quilted uh, skirt with a mermaid hem and just brocade with pearls dripping, and then, like, this ruffle collar with pearls coming over it like a crown shape astronaut crown and then she got curly hair underneath a little crown on top this is the most ingenious queen look of the runway now beyonce did not give us visuals for renaissance but luckily vanity milan has given them to us with this This, yeah the she looks so great and the creativity of it too like it's not just like oh wow you look super duper and you look like a queen it's a creative queen that we haven't seen yet either yeah. So points for that. And honey, quilted northern. That's what she's given. She's up north Quil- and it's quilted. Queen of the quilted north. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Now you next, Raja? we have Raja O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Giving us purple. The purple. Pumping purple pants. This doesn't give me queen either. She's my friend and she's my sister, but nothing about this says queen other than drag queen because she looks sickening. But I mean, I don't know. I can kind of I can kind of see the interpretation if she's like, honey, I'm a modern queen. I'm sort of like a politician. I'm a statesperson. I have to go and like speak at, you know, world uh, world engagements. And so if she was speaking I at a world engagement, pants. she'd have a pocketbook. She'd be Someone pumping a pocketbook, a purple pocketbook. No, baby. I wish she would have done Queen Ramunda from Wakanda Forever. Like an Angela Bassett, like gorgeous, like leader of the world showing up at UNICEF and being like, kapow, what, bitch? Um, Yeah. I think she looks beautiful, but does it give me queen? 
Nada. Nooch. Nooch. Queen. A lot of first this episode, huh? A lot, huh? Avia. Queen. Queen. Silky Queen. nutmeg ganache. Honey. On the dance floor. <laughs> um, okay, silky ganache. All black gown with an umbrella. And then... The reveal, mama. This brocade gown with the stones and the glitter, baby. She says, I'm out of mourning. Take this off. I'm doing florals. This. Yeah. Oh, she looks cool. And what a, what a just, what a pop for the first fucking episode to do. An event. A really cool surprise reveal. Uh, a great yeah, that's delivery. How you do it. She, I mean, she crushed. She crushed just on take, this day. Taking her moment in the center of the runway to sit down and just let them look, 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 everybody look. Honey, take now it I'm in. Gonna take it in, baby. There's a lot and of stones on that beautiful. garment. Brooklyn was very vocal and very supportive when the queens were walking. She was giving good time Sally sister, like, yeah, blah, 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 you know, very yeah. that. This is totally. when Brooklyn is at her best when she's not having lines fed to her when she's just normal it's great because like i just think that when any michelle visage when rupaul was out of the british one it was like she was speaking in this affected way that was like rupaul like but nothing like rupaul you know what i mean nobody can be rupaul so just do your own thing there are ways to give things stakes without trying to imitate rupaul I think. I think of, you know, I think of, like, Mama Pow in, uh... She does uh, her own thing. And I, I may yeah. not like it, but at least she does her own thing. And it's different. Right. She's not trying to... Be RuPaul. Be RuPaul-esque. Yeah. She's like, I'm not gonna do that. So, no, no, no. in that, yeah. hmm yeah. Again, it's not an easy job to host Drag Race. So, you know, and I'm sure when I do it, I'm sure that people have a lot of critiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially that sleep study that you're dreaming in, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be right back. Mattresses, let's take a break. <laughs> well, we'll take a break on that one. <laughs> The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! We are back. The girls 
They performed in teams, but tonight you will be judged as individuals. Mm-hmm. The safe girls are Victoria, Isis, and Silky. What did you think of this? I thought that Victoria should have been in the top or safe, but Silky's whole group was fucking great. Um, I was kind of shocked that I thought Raja was in the bottom-ish. But, like, they were giving her such praise, and then there was, like, one conjunction where they were like, but, blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't know. I feel like that not all these, I know that not all these girls were the first choice to be here. So, like, I get it. Like, it's, <laughs> there's not much confidence here in some of these girls. But don't based think- on this challenge, I think, I mean, Vanity Milan definitely based on like the look, the performance, the verse, the everything, she definitely needed to be in the top. And I'm really glad that she was. She I think was as far as Rita Baga, I feel like uh-uh. it could have been Victoria. I thought it should have like been Victoria. I feel like it could have been Silky. So, you know. Just- I thought it should have been either Silky or Victoria in the top. Just a thought. I, I did not think, I thought all the Canada girls should have been in the bottom. Even oh. Isis. Like she didn't, she didn't, I liked her lyrics, but did she, she didn't do something to stand out that made me go, oh my God, I remember her so good. And she easily could have in that group because what they showed us of that group wasn't that groundbreaking at all. And Isis but her runway brings it to the party. Her runway saved her. Oh, probably. You're right. Yeah. We should do a podcast. What did you think? Who um did you what about the bottoms? The bottoms were Raja. You've got to put Kendall Jenner in the bottom because yeah. she she messed up on dance moves. That's something quantifiable caught in camera that that the other mm-hmm. girls uh, I'm guessing didn't do or we weren't shown if they did. And Brooke says your outfit doesn't fit the prompt. That and too. You know, you know, when the guest judge says, you want to show that special thing that makes you stand out. That means you're not standing out. Oh, girl, so, that was a harsh critique. I don't want anyone to tell a young fucking drag artist. You're just not, you're just like everyone else, though, to me. Like, that's, that's like, I don't know that that's, I don't know. Is that constructive? Mm, Is that constructive? Or destructive. TTT. Little Miss Phil. I think that Anjali is an international singer and songstress, so she may know what she was talking about, but she may not know. Who knows? Um, I've got a brand new itch. (laughs) I got a a cream for it. Uh, Stephanie, they tell that her runway was too focused on her headpiece. Her face was dead on stage. And she didn't seem confident in the choreography or performance, which was crazy because she made up the choreography. Um, but I also agree. Um, Brooklyn is telling Vanity that she's very impressed and everything is tens, tens, tens. Now, Anita is Anita. Anita's in the bottom too, Miss Wiglet. Because her verse gave me like. Uh, the wiggles. She was funny. It gave me the wiggles. The Australian oh. children's people gave me very the wiggles, and it was like, uh, chirpy, very chirpy, and the look for the runway was not next it to was all not the other. Fully there. 
next to the other girls, it was not there. If she had some sickening crown or some jewelry or something, or if that was 10 times bigger than it was, but as it was, it looked like AliExpress. Or even just went went further with it and been like, I'm the queen, but she's in bed. This is what she sleeps in. And like a sleep mask and like the corgis on the leash and like, I don't know. Yeah, hair, something. Hair and curlers. I don't something know. Something not what she did, basically. Yes. yes. It was simple. She so, just looked, she just came out plain. She came out attainable, honey. <laughs> That's Nobody what, wants uh, that. Jasmine, Jasmine Masters said about I think Sasha Bell. What? She just she just came out playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, the tops are Vanity and Rita. The safe are yeah. Raja and Anita, and the bottom two are Stephanie Prince and Kendall Gender. Yes. And this leads us back to like the untucked moment where the girls are in the couches talking in the workroom. Um. Vanity has the discussion about representation mattering and Raja and Silky were her inspirations and that's especially poignant now. Um, yes. That, it's, that it, it's coming from within the house, the disrespect with not remembering girls' names. This is... Kendall and... This, this is where they're I talking about like, how to play the game too. Whether it's going to be fair. I don't like the format of the girls having to send each other home. I think it's insulting and I think it's very I think it's very brutal. I think it's emotionally unnecessary because it really it's hard enough to be there and then to have to feel like you have to change the trajectory of your colleagues. It's like a kick in the fucking dick and it's not I don't like it. It's like gross to me. It's like, just fucking let the judges do their fucking job and let the producers send home who they want to send home because they're going to anyway eventually. But, like, don't make it... Don't put that on these young artists who are there, who spent so much money to fucking be there, who don't get to stay the whole time and showcase everything they built and done. Don't. Like, I don't like it. I don't like when it either. When I'm host of Drag Race, it will change. Okay. Counting on you. Um, I like it because I I don't I don't think Tracy Melcher will is please qualified. edit out whatever Willem is saying here. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. I don't I don't think Tracy Melcher is qualified to send people home, especially with them wigs she's been pumping the last three seasons. And Brooklyn, sure, I'll take advice from her, but let's watch her snatch game one more time before she ever wants to give her performers notes when she's not on her toes. Because she's a dancer and she's a performer, but don't give her a mic. Not all the time. Um, So, like, I'm glad that, that the girls have to send each other home because if I was there, I wouldn't be taking kindly to, to old Brad sending me home. I'd say, no, baby. So would you do it based on who was gutter in the challenge? Or would if, you be like, I'm going to be strategic and I'm going to send you a hub because I think you're threatening. If what I would were you do? To, if I were to be there, I would probably make each decision as I wanted to without promising anybody something in the beginning. I'm going to say, let's see how it plays out. Because if 
I, if I think a girl, if I think a girl is gutter, but there's also a girl that's like my type, like a, a dumb bitchy white girl, I'd probably send the other dumb bitchy white girl home because they only need one of them. Mm. So that's, that's what, that's probably what I would do. But what would you do? You've done this before and you had no rules, bitch. You were just saying, oh, no, that girl, no, she let me borrow her top. You kept sending Tatiana uh, home. You said back to DC, bitch. Twice. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. right. And you do it again. And then Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift stole a snake from Taylor you. Sniff. Because <laughs> you were the club. Taylor, Taylor Sniffies. I think that Stephanie Prince is such a, like, is such a pretty name. And I also love that her name is Stephanie. I think like, that... Your drag queen, your your fantasy drag queen name, Stephanie. <laughs> Hi, you can call me Stephanie. Bitch, wait. There's something in this in this chat where Rita and Kendall are talking about like, well, let's have a conversation about who we're sending home. Where Kendall's like, um, but don't you want to beat the best bitches on board type of thing? And it's like, no, Kendall. You know you're going home. You know that. That Rita sees you as a threat, probably, and that's why you're going home. I don't think Rita sees Stephanie Prince as a threat. And you really think that's what it's about? I think that that's how this decision was 100% made. I don't think Vanity saw Stephanie Prince as a big enough threat as Kendall, either. Well, I think... Kendall Kendall made her top three, you know? But quantifiably, quantifiably... Kendall Gender did worse in both the runway and the performance challenge. So yeah. that to me, that would be my reasoning as but to what why if, I would choose her lipstick if it was what up if, to me. What if she let you borrow her shirt? Then that would change things. Hmm. Well, Rita's going back and forth between her Canadian sister's lipstick. And this is the point where in that good Rue McClanahan wig that you see a close-up of her thumbnail, which looks like it's been... Uh, manicured with the fucking claw end of a hammer. It there, is. There aren't any nails. No, and not just like. No, no, no. Because Kendall Gender had on fuck me talons when she came in. There are nails. Some of the girls no, are lazy. I was talking about Rita Baga's hands. There are no oh. nails. She's not just not wearing nails. She just doesn't have <laughs> nails. Honestly, it looks like she glued too many things to them too many times and they're just ripped it right out the bed. Yeah, they're like. This is, this is all the, first of all, they're doing an extreme close-up on your hands. So put a nail on. This is one of the moments when you must wear nails. And I have softened my position over the years on nails. And I don't give a fuck if you wear nails or not. But you are on TV. You, they're, they are putting a camera close-up on your little hands while you are going. Little? Read it back as a big bitch. Ooh, am I gonna... Ooh, which one am I? It's hand acting. This is the moment when the gods expect you to put on nails. A kiss and press of an active <laughs> lamp. Yeah, even a Not little short. one. Or Just a medium. give us that. And There's I glue hope the girls, on the back. I hope the girls, when they lay, lay their heads down it's to sleep at night, learn from this. Mm-hmm. I have I never yelled at a girl like this in my life. When my mother yelled at me, it's because she loved me. So, Vanity walks up to this lip sync. Take responsibility for yourself. So, 
Your grandma got her light bill cut off so she could buy you that bikini. <laughs> um, so this lip sync song Be is Brand quiet. New Bitch. <laughs> it's called Brand New Bitch by international songstress Anjuli. And I don't, Van- I don't remember Rita Baga being such a lunatic. She is so, uh, this made me so glad that she was in this first lip sync because even just like the walking over to choose the lipstick is like in this like character. Uh, She's such, such a wacko and so hilarious and very captivating to watch. Her lip sync performance is off the wall. It's giving Tammy Brown levels of excellence. I love it. It But Vanity. It's Tammy Brown-esque. Vanity is twirling and doing the damn thing, and she comes out with a necklace that says "bitch," and the song is called "Brand New Bitch." <laughs> yes, Vanity does. won from the moment the music started. She's got her human on. She's flipping it. it it's it's here. Vanity is here. She um, took the night on this for sure. And Rita Baga said, "I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be able to give sexy ass cunty bitch. So instead, I'm just going to like give comedy." And it it was it was effective. But this was Vanity's moment for sure. She does the Kennedy Davenport dip down with the kicks up and the kakarakupapapurka. Mm-hmm. And Vanity is declared the winner, and she wins ten thousand dollars via snag tights. And this is more than anyone has ever won on Drag Race UK. So, Vanity. The Viv won $21,000 on All Stars 8. But right. Vanity is now the second highest prize winner from the UK franchise. There's money on the floor, honey. Honey. And she was doing floor work, too. Play it back from the bridge. <laughs> money so, on the floor. This Picking means cabbage. that Vanity I was love great. this song. Me too. I'm going to download it. It's a really cool song. Do you know who it's by? Anjouli. Oh. Wait, isn't she that international pop songstress? Singer, international singer, songstress, pop diva Vocalist. icon, Anjouli. Uh-huh. She'll never be Courtney Act. Um, so at this point, Vanity has the the responsibility of sending one of her sisters home. And the, sis- the sister she sends is Kendall. And she, yeah. Kendall is super gracious. Um, if I was her, I would have been cutting out people with them swords real quick. Well, she said, hit uh-uh. the Mindy Milan in the face. That was great. A, that was great. That was saying, bye. Like, Oops, <gasps> girl, watch out. I have a big sword. Huh? <laughs> Gaganzola. It was a wonderful <laughs> moment. That's the kind of good TV we want. Not <laughs> stupid lines face. fed through earpieces. Gagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagagag
Ooh la la. Ooh la 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 la. I'm Willem. It's like one of those when they show the people entering Wendy Williams, but they take out all the audience audio and you just hear the footsteps and like the clacking of the bracelets. Yeah, I had sex once for a pop tart. I was 13. My mom thinks I dress too slutty, but she's just jealous because she doesn't get no hoes. I love the little intros. Uh, we my your name's Willem. My name yours is Alaska. Alaska. We, we would, would love, love for, you, for to... you to write a we share one <laughs> brain. <laughs> we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app, and don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a rating too. And you can sign up for more excellent programming at Mom Plus at Famous Mom this Pod- week. Famous, Famous next month. Mompodcast.plus. Yes. You can access all of the mom shows there, ad-free, ad nauseum, many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this podcast, Race Chaser. And you can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our mom podcast Instagram and TikTok is at Mom Podcasts. And email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and yeah. we'll be back next week with more discussion, discussion dissection, discussion. and dissemination. dissemination. Oh. Is this when I can speak to the manager to contest <laughs> this uh, result? Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for an entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfog, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfog 5000.